Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It is the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. Thanks for rolling with us today. We're going to let you uh, take part in the show coming up here in 20 minutes with a little bit of something we like to call Tell Us What You're Thinking. But uh, joining us right now on the BuyerSafety.com hotline, he joins us every Friday at this time. We greatly value his football opinion of DallasCowboys.com. It's our buddy, Brian Broaddus. How are we doing today, Mr. Broaddus? Doing well, boys. Really appreciate uh, you and KT showing up here at the uh, Star. They had a great time uh, working with you guys. So uh, that was a lot of fun. Yes, the Cowboy Happy Hour was Cowboy good Happy times. Hour, Lindsay was there. Charles Haley yeah, was there. Yeah. And you made, I thought, a really good uh, impassioned argument that, hey, you don't take anybody lightly and the yeah. idea that the Cowboys are just going to roll out there and cover the spread, people need to think again on that. No, I, I just think it's my experience of, you know, being in athletics, you know, and I, I just, I, so many times I've, you know, been in situations where, you know, you, you you look at the other team and and I know just talking to Jason Garrett today, you know, they're looking at that tape and, you know, they're seeing that the, that the Patriots, you know, had to score a late touchdown in the first half to make that a 13 and nothing game. And then, you know, the second half got away from the Dolphins. They had some bad turnovers and stuff. But, yeah, I mean, to me, this is one of those games where, you know, that you just never know what's going to happen in the National Football League because it's a strange lady, as I like to say. And, you know, teams show up week to week. And are the Dolphins more talented than the Cowboys? No, they're not. And, you know, is their best chance to make it a really competitive game uh, in Ryan Fitzpatrick's hands? Probably was. But, you know, now you got Josh Rosen and, you know, they obviously feel like that he gives them the best chance. And, you know, this could very well be a game where the Cowboys are, you know, without several starters. I mean, I'm just going to give you names of guys that are going to have to play significant snaps in this game. Devin Smith, Cedric Wilson, Kerry Hyder, Tristan Hill. Christian Covington, Darian Thompson, Dorrance Armstrong. Those are guys that you're going to, going to rely on this weekend uh, to to find a way to beat the Dolphins. And, you know, that's a great equalizer for the Dolphins, the fact that you know, the Cowboys have several guys that are out. And But, you know, the Dallas is rolling along pretty well offensively. They really haven't really established much of a pass rush. That's what I was worried about in this game if all of a sudden Ryan Fitzpatrick is sitting back there throwing it 45, 50 times in this game and all of a sudden it's no pass rush and he's, you know, completing passes to Devontae Parker and others. So, um, you know, we'll see. But I I just, I, you know, I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I really do. I'm not saying it's going to be a 21-20 to 20 game. But I, I feel like that, uh, you know, the Cowboys will do what they have to do to win the game. They'll run the ball. They'll show some balance. And then, you know, uh, hopefully they will be able to play good enough defense uh, to, to get the victory. Yeah, I, I, I think it's uh, you just never know how these games are going to go. And it wouldn't be shocking considering how hard it is to predict what's going to happen in the league if it wasn't a blowout. But in the event that it is a blowout, Jason Garrett's always been a guy to me who has always left guys in a little bit longer than where I what I would like to keep him in, but obviously it's worked for him. If this does get ugly and it does get to be a blowout, could you see Garrett maybe getting Cooper Rush into this game and, and some of the guys that just to make sure that nobody gets hurt? 
I think he's already playing those guys. He's got Devin Smith, Cedric Wilson, Kerry <laughs> right. Hyder, Tristan Hill, Robert Quinn. You know, he's got he's he's already playing his guys. So, yeah, no, I you know to me, if you go back, I think David Hellman, and you, so you probably need to to check this. You right. probably need to check this is yeah. If it's Hellman involved, you probably need to check. <laughs> yeah, I think Jason Garrett only has twelve blowout wins in his coaching tenure here at the Dallas Cowboys, wow. and and he's won. I think he's won now seventy eight or seventy nine games in his career. So think of all the games that he's been a part of, and I believe only 12 of them have been blowout wins. So, you know, he's not a, he, you know, they were, they were a team last year. I think it was 13 to 16 games that they were seven points or less in. So, you know, it, it, Jason Garrett, to me, it's with, with him, it's more like, okay, we get a big lead. What have we seen really the first two weeks, get a big lead and I'll start giving up garbage touchdowns all of a sudden, you know, kind of a thing. So, yeah, I, I, I'm, Again, I'm not trying to blow smoke up people's butts here and tell them, oh, yeah, the, the, this is going to be, you know, the, the Dolphins are going to come in here and give you a run. I, I'm just saying, though, they've lost two games on the road, or excuse me, at home. You know, you get on the road sometimes, and you're like, you know what, just get away. Let's, let's pull this thing together. Let's play as hard as we can. I think Garrett has to be worried about Brian Flores treating this as a, like, hey, we got nothing to lose game. And all of a sudden, you're going for it on fourth down. You're running fake punts. You're onside kicking. You're doing your, you're calling the game in an unorthodox way. And now it messes up what you're trying to do, focusing on your own team. So, uh, you know, I mean, you have to be aware of what's not only what they, what you've seen on film, but those unknown things that you haven't seen them do, and maybe stuff that you know Brian Flores, being a first-time head coach, he's saying, well, you know, I've got to do something to kind of get my team back, and and maybe that's the way we play. Okay, I want to ask you this question: Does do you know what constitutes a, a blowout win? What do you said, twelve blowout wins? Is there is that a number? Is it double digits? Is it double digits? Yeah, is it's got to be double digits. Yeah. As I pulled it up, in terms of winning percentage, Jason Garrett is the fiftieth. Winningest head coach in NFL history. Yeah. In terms of winning percentage, that's three percentage points ahead of Bill Parcells. Yeah. Ten percentage points ahead of Wade Phillips, and twelve percentage points ahead of Mike Ditka. Yeah. Oh my God! Sixteen percentage points ahead of Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Maybe be careful. Maybe maybe it's a be careful what you wish for situation with Jason. Well, I think it's a oh, situ- man. I think it's a situation like you say. He he goes and tries to win the game. However, I mean, again, they might they might turn to Ezekiel Elliott in this game and say, you know, because they're they're going to dress only four wide receivers. You know, and 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 eleven personnel has been one of their best personnel groups. Uh, you know, the 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 Dolphins have had problems. I, I believe it's you know you look at with the Dolphins, and I was watching the tape, and it didn't seem like they covered the tight ends very well. So all of a sudden, Witten and Jarwin and those guys, maybe that's why the Cowboys were thinking, okay, we could play eleven personnel, but we only need three wide receiver or four wide receivers to do it, and we can use Blake Jarwin as a as a guy, or we could use Tony Pollard. So you know, they're they're. This might be a game where he, like you said, he he tries to play with some balance. Maybe we'll see a little bit more of Ezekiel running the football. I think the Dolphins are giving up about four point eight a carry, but a lot of teams have been ahead of them, uh, and they've you know trying to run out the game and stuff like that. So you know, it might be a little bit lower scoring game than uh, we might be accustomed to. Okay, so do you subscribe to this theory that you're used to a certain thing? It's only been two weeks, but by them switching to Rosen now gives yeah. them a little bit of an advantage. See, that's where I asked Garrett this question: Do you play for the Do you play for the scheme, or do you play for the 
the player and you know and he answered the question in a way of like listen we if we have to go back and look at film of Josh Rosen playing at Arizona and Josh Rosen's numbers I believe in seven games you know has not been very good I mean it was one one touchdown five interceptions I I like I say I I feel better about playing against him than I do against you know Ryan Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick I don't think gives a damn I think he's if he throws five interceptions he doesn't care Mm -hmm. he's just going to keep throwing the ball this guy tries to be a little bit more perfect Josh Rosen so I think it's going to be a different attack but yeah it it is it is going to be a switch for them because I don't think the ball is going to go down the field as much as it will with Fitzpatrick because Devontae Parker is a is a is a is a pretty good player I mean he's a big tall rangy guy that they throw a lot of 50-50 balls to and so it might be a little bit different there but yeah the, the you know with Garrett he was like yeah you have to look at the scheme but you also have to go back and evaluate the player and so this just tells me that they've gone back and they're looking at Arizona film and, and seeing how Josh Rosen handled those situations. Brian, with the success Kellen Moore has had, assuming he continues to have that Young success, Bill Walsh, yeah. do you think uh, other teams will come calling? Uh, you know, I always kind of thought that Kellen Moore would be a really good coach at UNLV or something like that, but I guess he's uh, kind of upped his game a little bit. Yeah, you know, I mean, you never know. These, these people become enamored with – guys that can move the football, you know, and if Kellen Moore can move the football and proves that he could be, uh, you know, that he could do it a number of different ways, you know, and again, this game might be the first two weeks we've seen 11 personnel exclusively. Maybe this week he gets in some 12 personnel stuff and says, okay, I'm going to show you how I can run the ball here and come with some more play action stuff off that, you know, and so, yeah, it, you know, the people are always interested. You, you talk to him. He's a very bright guy. Uh, you know, I had a lot of fun talking with him, even pre-draft. You know, when he goes out and evaluates quarterbacks and stuff like that, I always see him in the, you know, the cafeteria in the morning. We kind of, you know, he's waiting for his uh, cheese omelet as I'm waiting for mine as well. And we're just kind of talking about, you know, players and stuff. But always been really enjoyed talking with him and stuff. And you watch what he did as a, a collegiate quarterback. But I always thought he'd be a really good college a college uh, uh, type of a head coach, but maybe he'll get some more opportunities if uh, things work out for him in the NFL. All right, before we let you bounce, what are your Robert Quinn expectations? Well, okay, this is a couple of things, I, and I wrote about this. I have a thing I recommend if you could read it later in the day. It's called Final Thoughts is what I have, and I wrote about Robert Quinn, and Robert Quinn right now is with no Crawford in this game, uh, you know, no Crawford at right defensive end. It means that Robert Quinn is likely going to have to play quite a bit of this game. Now, Robert Quinn in practice for the last three days has been the starter at right defensive end. Okay, now was he starting at right defensive end because they were trying to get him you know, back in the swing of things, more snaps, more acclimated to what they're doing? Or is uh, Dorrance Armstrong going to start at right defensive end and he's going to be the sub? So, I, you know, I feel like, though, gut feeling says that he's probably going to start this game. But, I, you know, I, there was a side of me that said, man, are they just doing this to get him snaps? But, I, you know, my expectations are that, you know, they have a plan for him, much like they had a plan for Lawrence and Crawford and those guys. You know, if, they can, if the Cowboys offense can kind of keep the, keep the ball moving and keep the defense off the field, you probably see this guy play 30, 35 snaps, and, and that would be pretty good for him. And that means that Dorrance Armstrong and then also Joe Jackson would be behind him and taking up the other snaps. Thank you, Broadus. Have a great weekend, Appreciate brother. it, boys. Thank you. There he goes, courtesy of our friends at Windstar World Casino and Resort. Uh, that's where they let the good times roll. That's our buddy Brian Broadus. All right, before we move on to the next segment, gentlemen, KT, do we have some uh, audio we want to yeah, dig in on? Yes, this is uh, Gardner Minshew-related audio. This was from the Amy Lawrence show and uh, listen to this chaos. 
Kyle says on Twitter, my daughter goes to Washington State University. When Minshew was there, all the fans wore fake mustaches. And the girls had signs that said, I want a mustache ride. What is that? Uh, I don't even know if I want to know what that means. Is it innuendo? <laughs> that I'm too old to understand, too old and too uncool to understand. Should I have not read it on the air? Are you now going to dump that part of the show? Because no, it's, it's a not family program. It's, it's very heavily innuendoed. Huh. I'm so glad I'm not cool. I'm so glad that I do not understand what the kids say these days. I want a mustache ride. Okay. Okay, first of all, you're on the overnight show, so no, we're not going to dump what you said. Okay, you're on the overnight show. That had a real Andy Benoit vibe to it, oh, didn't it? Yeast beast. Ye- okay, I sense that you're now wanting me to say yeast beast. <laughs> I want a mustache ride. <laughs> I want to hear the whole thing again. Because you can hear the moment. You can hear the moment where she sees her producer look up with his eyes oh, bugging out and yeah. his mouth dropping. Don't, don't say that. Kyle says on Twitter, my daughter goes to Washington State University. When Minshew was there, all the fans wore fake mustaches. And the girls had signs that said, I want a mustache ride. What is that? Uh, I don't even know if I want to know what that means. Is it innuendo? <laughs> that I'm too old to understand, too old and too uncool to understand. Should I have not read it on the air? Are you now going to dump that part of the show? Because no, it's, it's a not family dumpable, program. It's, it's very heavily innuendoed. Because it's not dumpable. Huh. I'm so glad I'm not cool. I'm so glad that I do not understand what the kids say these days. It's not dumpable. I'm so glad I'm not cool. Okay, so like... Ten seconds after she says it, she's like, I want a mustache ride. He's like, no, it's a double now. (laughs) I like there's a little part there where she did a quick key bump after one of the things she said. That was pretty wild. Oh, Amy. Uh, So, yeah, it's her friend Amy Lawrence doing a kick-ass job (laughs) overnight. All right, Submit and Skin Show 105.3. Wait, by the way, the guy who texted in Kyle was talking about his daughter. Did we not catch any part (laughs) of that? He's just doing a bit. No, that's really Kyle. Uh, anyways, it's the and Skid Show, 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, you guys want to do a little bit of tell us what you're thinking. You guys want to load up the phones yeah. at 877-881-1053? Let's do that. We'll load up the phones at 877-881-1053, and we'll do a little bit of tell us what you're thinking next on 105.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.